Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of the adrenal cortex and medulla from the endocrine section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this topic with an overview. In terms of the anatomy, the adrenal cortex is divided into three layers, the zona glomerulosa, the zona fasciculata, and the zona reticularis. And the inner part of the adrenal gland is the medulla. In terms of the primary regulatory control, renin-angiotensin controls the zona glomerulosa. The secretory product of the zona glomerulosa is aldosterone. The primary regulatory control for the zona fasciculata is ACTH and hypothalamic CRH. The secretory product of the zona fasciculata is cortisol and sex hormones. The primary regulatory control for the zona reticularis is ACTH and hypothalamic CRH. The secretory products of the zona reticularis are sex hormones, for example, androgens. And finally, the primary regulatory control of the adrenal medulla is preganglionic sympathetic fibers. And the secretory products of the medulla are catecholamines, including epinephrine and norepinephrine. A good way to remember this is that the glomerulosa is responsible for salt, fasciculata is responsible for sugar, and reticularis is responsible for sex. And then remember the saying, the deeper you go, the sweeter it gets. Let's now talk about the adrenal circulation. Both the left and right adrenals receive arterial blood supply in the same fashion. The paired superior suprarenal arteries are derived from inferior phrenic arteries. Paired middle suprarenal arteries are derived directly from the abdominal aorta. And paired inferior suprarenal arteries are derived from the adjacent renal arteries. The left and right adrenals have differing venous drainage. The left adrenal venous drainage is through the left adrenal vein to the left renal vein and finally to the inferior vena cava. The right adrenal venous drainage is through the right adrenal vein to the inferior vena cava. Recall the same pattern for the left and right gonadal artery and vein. The following are selected pathologies associated with the adrenal glands. Pheochromocytoma, neuroblastoma, Kahn syndrome, Cushing syndrome, and Addison's disease. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 42-year-old gentleman presents to his primary care physician with complaints of persistent headaches and general weakness. He was recently diagnosed with severe hypertension that has been refractory to antihypertensive medications. Based on clinical suspicion, a basic metabolic panel is obtained which demonstrates a sodium level of 153 milligrams per deciliter and a potassium level of 2.9 milligrams per deciliter. The hormone that is most likely the cause of this patient's presentation is normally secreted by which region of the adrenal gland? 1. The adrenal capsule. 2. The zona glomerulosa. 3. The zona fasciculata. 4. The zona reticularis. Or 5. The adrenal medulla. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 2, the zona glomerulosa. This presentation is most consistent with a diagnosis of hyperaldosteronism, one form of which is also known as Kahn syndrome. Aldosterone is normally produced by the zona glomerulosa of the adrenal cortex. 
Remember, the classic symptoms associated with high levels of aldosterone are headache, muscle weakness, and persistent hypertension refractory to medical therapy. Typical labs will include hypokalemia and metabolic alkalosis. The disorder can either be primary in which the direct secretion of aldosterone is due to either an adenoma or Kahn syndrome or bilateral adrenal hyperplasia. This disorder can also be secondary to high renin or angiotensin levels in disorders such as renal artery stenosis or fibromuscular dysplasia in which aldosterone responds to a perceived low flow state. The site of aldosterone production is the outermost layer of the adrenal cortex, also known as the zona glomerulosa. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Vieira and Nuets claim that secondary hypertension needs to be considered in patients who present with medication-resistant hypertension. They present the most common causes of secondary hypertension and say that approximately 5-10% to of adults with hypertension will ultimately be found to have a secondary cause. One of the most common causes in the 40-50 to year old age group is hyperaldosteronism. The most useful test in diagnosing this disorder is measuring the renin to aldosterone ratio. In the second citation, Matson and Young claim that about two-thirds of primary hyperaldosteronism is due to bilateral hyperplasia with the remaining third being adenoma. They advise that the initial test to distinguish between these two possibilities is CT imaging of the adrenal glands. If these findings are ambiguous, blood sampling from the adrenal vein is the most accurate method for distinguishing between unilateral and bilateral aldosterone production. These tests should be conducted prior to consideration for surgery. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1 is incorrect because the adrenal capsule is not a major production center for hormones. Answer choice 3 is incorrect because the zona fasciculata mainly produces glucocorticoids. Answer choice 4 is incorrect because the zona reticularis mainly produces sex hormones. And finally, answer choice 5 is incorrect because the adrenal medulla mainly produces epinephrine. Next question. A 54-year-old woman appears in your office for a new patient visit. She reports a past medical history of hypertension, which she was told was related to, quote, adrenal gland disease. You recall that Kahn syndrome and pheochromocytomas are both conditions affecting the adrenal gland that result in hypertension by different mechanisms. Which areas of the adrenal gland are involved in Kahn syndrome and pheochromocytomas, respectively? 1. Zona glomerulosa and zona fasciculata. 2. Zona fasciculata and medulla. 3. Zona glomerulosa and medulla. 4. Medulla and zona reticularis. Or 5. Zona fasciculata and zona reticularis. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, zona glomerulosa and medulla. Kahn syndrome results from overproduction of aldosterone from the zona glomerulosa of the adrenal cortex. Pheochromocytomas are catecholamine-producing neoplasms arising from the adrenal medulla. Remember, the adrenal gland consists of the adrenal cortex and the adrenal medulla. The adrenal cortex has three zones. The outermost zone, the zona glomerulosa, produces aldosterone via stimulation by angiotensin II and potassium. The middle zone, the zona fasciculata, produces cortisol via ACTH stimulation. The innermost zone, the zona reticularis, produces androgens also via ACTH stimulation. 
the adrenal medulla differs from the adrenal cortex in that it is derived from neural crest cells. The adrenal medulla releases catecholamines in response to sympathetic stimulation with acetylcholine. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Higgins and Fitzgerald describe a clinical approach in differentiating between adrenal gland disorders following incidental discovery of an adrenal mass. Determination of the size and functionality of the mass are key. Masses less than 6 centimeters are usually benign. Functionality can be assessed via history, physical exam, and lab findings. Hypertension, hypokalemia, and hypernatremia are seen with hyperaldosteronism as in Kahn syndrome. Episodic hypertension, headache, sweating, and tachycardia are seen with pheochromocytomas. In the second citation, Passac describes the role of the adrenal medulla in the pathophysiology of pheochromocytomas. The adrenal medulla is composed of chromaffin cells which release catecholamines including dopamine, norepinephrine, and epinephrine in response to stimulation by preganglionic sympathetic neurons. These catecholamines modulate blood pressure, heart rate, and metabolism by binding to different classes of alpha and beta receptors. Epinephrine is largely responsible for tachyarrhythmias seen with pheochromocytomas, while norepinephrine is responsible for paroxysmal hypertension. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choices 1, 2, 4, and 5 are all incorrect because the zona fasciculata produces cortisol and the zona reticularis produces androgens. These areas of the adrenal cortex are not involved in Kahn syndrome. Pheochromocytomas arise from the adrenal medulla and do not involve the adrenal cortex. And that's all for this review about adrenal cortex and medulla. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.